a G. Well, yes, and you're locked into the Pretty Girl Problems podcast. Yeah. With myself, Naomi Bellu, aka the Diva Baby. Thanks for tuning in. Let's wait for uh, this train to get out the way. Oh, bitch, get out the way. Get out the way. Oh, I need to go to the gym, bro. Haven't been to the gym in five days. And I think in the last, I'm going to say, six to eight months, I've pretty much gone to the gym seven days a week where I can, bare minimum, it's been like five, just because I was keen on just seeing the transformation of my body. But now that I've established, I guess, a physique that I'm quite content with, I'm struggling to create, a, a, I guess, a a gym routine because I don't, yeah, I just need to figure it out because I like consistency, you know I feel? You know how I feel. Well, you know how I feel. Anyway. Anyway. Gangster for life. Okay. So, today I want to talk about my confusion, honey. <laughs> A bitch is motherfucking confused. I'm not so much confused. I just feel like... I'm at a crossroads. Meet me at the crossroad, crossroad, crossroad. Hey, that was a tune. What was that again? And Blazing Squad. Don't piss me off. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. No. Okay, cool. So I want to talk about my love life or lack thereof. Um, and I'm still kind of debating whether or not I want to title this numb, dumb, just for fun, or I don't know what I want. But I'm probably going to use numb, dumb, and just for fun as a guideline to kind of hit the, just to kind of, you know, be able to cover all of my, of my, my thoughts. Um, I'll start off by saying that I'm a hopeless romantic, like, I love love. You know, it kind of depends on our relationship, but most people know that I'm soggy as hell. Um, I love cuddles. I'm just like that low-key affectionate friend you know will lean on your shoulder um but again it just depends on the relationship that we have because I don't know I'm I'm my whole existence is just a combination of different worlds because let's say outside of friendship when I am in a relationship it's like I'm clingy but at the same time I like my own space I saw a tweet once actually that says um I forgot what the tweet said actually it probably said something along the lines of I want my own space but you in it yeah, so it's like, we can be in the room together, both doing our own thing, but, you know, you're there. I can smell you, I can see you, I can nick you when I need to. Um, yeah, so, uh, do you know what it is? Even with this topic, it's kind of like facing your truth, because I don't feel like a lot of people are comfortable with admitting that they want love and they want to give love. And I fight myself all the time because I feel like it makes me feel like I'm desperate and it makes me feel vulnerable and I don't like it. Because I'm, I'm quite, mm, I think it's very easy to build your strength around other struggles in your life. Like, you know, dealing with family, dealing with financial struggles, dealing with, you know, I don't know, education. But when it comes to love, I don't feel like we are all educated in a way where we can just freely express our desires for it or, you know, how we feel about not having enough of it. Um, 
yeah but even with saying that I know for a fact that I'm a hopeless romantic like it might sound a bit cheesy I don't know this is all just making me feel uncomfortable but I some I daydream about like raising my family being in a loving relationship with my man and just like yeah um it hasn't always been like that I think for a long t- it, it's kind of been like phases or finding yourself so it's like at one stage you're kind of exposed to different aspects of what it means to be in a relationship interacting with men um then you're kind of experiencing you know your 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 sexuality and then um you start to explore actual chemistry and you know what that means when you have different interactions and the way it carries your values your boundaries your standards and then I'm now at a place where it's kind of like I feel like I've studied all of those areas and I mean a part I get twisted a part of me would love to be in a relationship uh you know a committed loving relationship but there is definitely an element of fear that I carry one because my last relationship which was ended about two and a half years ago maybe three now was five years um I got into that relationship when I was 19 and yeah I mean it was it was a great first proper relationship um it ended I'm gonna say because I like they talk they talk about love but they don't talk about compatibility and I feel like perhaps the reason why there are so many broken homes probably comes down to the fact that the only thing that can tell you and kind of defines whether or not you're compatible with someone is time because you know people change things change and yeah under pressure you just kind of start to identify people's true colors and you start to identify your own true colors what you can deal with what you can't deal with um you know, the impact of certain experiences within that relationship, you know, accumulating resentment and all that kind of stuff, how you conduct yourself when you are in pain or when you feel neglected and so forth. Um, so, yeah, my last relationship was really, uh, I don't think I want to use the word empowering, but it was really inspiring because it kind of opened my eyes to the realities of a relationship because I don't feel like my relationship was... Obviously, I can't speak for everyone, but I, I don't feel like most people experience such intensity in their first proper relationship. Because obviously, I got into a relationship, like I said, at 19, it was at uni, so it was really full on, like, consistently senior partner. We lived together for, I think, the last three years of the relationship. Um, so, yeah, it was really, like, yeah, it was it was real. Um, and I learned a lot about myself. I think often when people ask me like oh how comes you're like you're not bitter and again don't get it twisted for a long time I hated my ex because I felt like raw like we we invested so much time and you just couldn't couldn't make me happy in a sense and um yeah but I, I kind of quickly changed that narrative to thinking about what I did to contribute to you know the failure of that relationship and also what it is about me as a girlfriend that I like and the things that I'd want to change for my, for my, for my, for my husband. Um, and then I guess since then, because before then I kind of feel like everything was void. I feel like my last relationship really validated what my understanding of love. That sounds uh, uber cheesy, but yeah, there it is. Um, before that, I feel like it was, everything was very surface based. It was very objective. Um, and now I kind of feel like I'm back in that space where everything and everyone is objectified and I'm kind of scared of building chemistry with people because 
the idea of investing time only for it to, you know, go down the drain kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, even though, you know, that is as authentic as relationships and chemistry can be. You can't, you can't fast track it, you can't anticipate it, you just have to let it be what it is and with time, you know, time reveal, reveals all things. Um, I don't even feel like I'm making sense when I'm speaking, but I don't know, this has been kind of heavy on my chest since the beginning of the year, like, I really tried, I've, you know, even, I don't know, there's... Mm, I don't know. So, okay, let's go back to the concept of numb, dumb, and just for fun. I'll write down. I'll be getting lost in my own thoughts and thinking about what to say. So, dumb, numb, and just for fun. Okay, cool. So, I'll start off by the concept of being numb. Obviously, what? It shouldn't really be obviously, but you know, it is what it is, pretty good problems or whatever. Um, I have had enough interactions that have, you know, kind of been at the forefront of my resilience towards, I don't know, I guess you could say pain, neglect and just negligence. Um, not necessarily that I find comfort in it, but it's kind of like... There are two sides to the coin, you know, not expecting means I will not be disappointed because, oh my gosh, there's so much to say. Listen, I am probably, there's one thing that I've learned about myself, I am possessive and I get attached even way before I even know your surname. I'm just like, oh, I see the future, honey. <laughs> um, so with that being said, it's kind of like you meet someone and I don't know why, but naturally for me, I'm not going to say all women, but my thoughts just start flowing and by nature, I guess it's very, it's, it's very natural to build expectations of, around what you think someone's going to be like, how you want them to treat you, um, etc, etc, that sounds a bit mad, um, um, but I guess in, in reference to the whole not being numb or resilient, and I've, I've questioned whether or not there's a line that separates being numb from being resilient or whether they're really two of the, two, they're, they're the same thing. Like, are they, yeah, uh, yeah, that's an interesting concept. And I'm, I'm, I've been battling with that, that idea for the last two, three days. And I, I don't know what my conclusion is. Um, yeah, so I will kind of, you know, build these expectations and I'll try and minimise them to, like, as far as I can to avoid feeling disappointed when you know I don't get that good morning text or you know I don't know you don't watch my snap it like just really stupid little things or you don't you know kind of take time to plan what our next outing is going to be um and my friends low-key make jokes about me because I don't really go on dates I don't think I've been on a proper date since I've come out of a relationship um they 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 are saying that <laughs> I'm not enjoying my youth but for me I'm really like hesitant and I, I hate the idea of poor company and I hate the idea of just going out for this like I, I there's one thing that I, I I just I'm not an advocate for surface interactions 
like there has to be an element of curiosity that has to you enough to want to go on a date with you to spend time like to be in your company and then you you'll go on these dates and it's like oh bro like I could have just been at home watching right to tv or reading or just doing something else like uh, this is really a waste of an outfit and a waste of my makeup like why am I here just like blank stare um Again, I think I'm going... Uh, there's just so many thoughts around this topic. I don't really know how to tackle my thought process. Um, but yeah, I guess I've built a higher resilience against or towards men. Um, I mean, with that being said, I'm a very confident and bold. I have a very big, big personality and a lot of men get intimidated <clears throat> by my nature to begin with. Um... So I don't actually get as much attention or, I guess, yeah, as much attention as people might think to begin with. Like, I feel like a lot of guys like the idea of me, they look at me and it's just like, wow, like, wow, strong woman. But they don't really know how to go about, you know, getting my attention or sustaining it. Because when I tell you, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, my... my <laughs> My attention span's, span's been low as well. Like, I'll have a crush for, like, a week. I'll be like, oh, he's cute. And then, no, he's not. Or, mm, this, mm, that. Um, yeah, I just, I've been getting put off. <laughs> I've been saying this thing to my friends, like, oh, he looks, he doesn't look great in motion. Like, he looks great just as a still image. Or you'll see someone interacting or you'll, or he'll make a comment or... I'll put something on my Snapchat about, you know, I don't know, feminism, let's say, and they'll, 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 they'll articulate their thoughts. I'm just like, yeah, you were cute until you said that. And even in the, since we're on the topic of feminism, like, first of all, I consider myself a modern feminist. And my definition of a modern feminist is, or I guess what my, what feminism means to me is advocating for respect and equality. Now, of course, I probably understand and honour the first wave of feminism more than I do the second wave of feminism. First wave being, you know, um, the whole suffragettes, you know, voting and, you know, being able to work and earn and social standing, etc, etc. I think that's probably, social standing is probably more second wave of feminism. But there are aspects of the second wave of feminism that I identify with and that I advocate for, um, you know, in terms, probably the, the the second wave is probably more focused on sexuality. And of course, I'm not necessarily an advocate for telling everyone to literally free up themselves because I do feel like, you know, pussy is power and you should delegate your pussy respectably or however, you know, whatever makes you happy. I, I just feel like women should do whatever that makes them happy. You know, if sleeping around genuinely makes you happy and is a form of expression for you, then, you know, who am I to judge you or tell you how to, you know, live your sexual life? Um, but I definitely feel like there are... We, ugh, society is just very hypocritical about how women, you know, how women should conduct themselves. It's like sex is a very driving industry within most industry like sex sales um and it's kind of like yeah women are kind of objectified and it's all about our appearance and how we look and all of the above but then the minute you are embracing of your sexuality the minute you kind of embody that it's like mm, no that's not ladylike mm, no you're probably a slut 
yeah, doesn't really make sense, especially, and the, the, the reason why I probably feel so passionately about that last statement is because I personally feel like I am sultry by nature, um, of course we're all sexual beings, but I feel like I use sex appeal sometimes, even when I don't want to, again, my friends always make jokes about me, like, who are you trying to impress, like, who are you trying to turn on, I'll just be minding my business, and someone will be like, why do you have to be your sexy or something, and I'm just like, girl, you know, this is a life <laughs> that was chosen for me, <laughs> um, so it irks me often when, whether it's men or women, kind of try and shun me for how expressive I am of my sexuality or how much I embody my sexuality or how at ease I feel about talking about sex for example um and I hate that you cannot you know embrace your sexuality without having connotations that try to define you as a person um it's, it's silly um anyways let's go back to numb dumb or just for fun so we've I've, I've briefly spoken about my resilience and I guess the the highlight of my thoughts around my resilience is that I feel like I've built a wall that doesn't necessarily permit people to be attracted to me in the capacity that I want and it doesn't allow me to give people a chance like I said I'll have a crush for like a week I'm just like bruh no or even if we're making like just the most surface interaction by text it's like if your responses or the way in which you conduct your the way in which you interact with me I, I don't dig it it's just like mm, no and I don't know if that's a good space to be at to just be so quick to write people off because no one's perfect I'm very sure that the elements of my personality or the way in which I interact that aren't perfect and that might throw someone off but they'll still I guess that's that's when standards and boundaries and come into play oh, I don't know yeah so that's that's one aspect of my thought process and then there's a dumb aspect where I feel like I perhaps might be positioning myself to continue to attract the same kind of interactions and experiences obviously one of those things it's changed a lot because I'm growing and I, I don't do the same things I used to do when I was younger so I'm not meeting the same type of people um but for example, if you continue to, you know, build rapport with people that you meet in certain areas, you're probably bound to continue to experience the same things, um, which would highlight why you feel so dumb when you get the same result or the same outcome. Um, or even in terms of how you navigate with your interactions. Um, and that can be anything from being too emotionally attached to begin with, creating expectations, I don't know, sleeping with the relative person too soon, it could be anything and I've tried to tackle all of those aspects to kind of see where I can get a different outcome and I mean I've definitely noticed perhaps the effect of sex within interactions but for me personally I mean I won't brag <laughs> um sex doesn't define necessarily the outcome of my interactions um I think my shortcomings have probably come more from my expectations and my pride now my pride has wavered over the last six years I think initially 
I had a lot of pride. And it's kind of like, you know, you wouldn't really showcase when you feel neglected or you wouldn't really showcase when you miss someone, you wouldn't really showcase when you want someone's affection or or time. And then I kind of shifted into, obviously, in my relationship, slowly but surely learning to show or be prideless or, yeah, shameless, prideless, (laughs) one of the two or both. Um, You know, just being very articulate with how you feel. Um, But even then, I kind of battled with no yeah I battled with it but I, I think now I've I've been able to identify that there are maybe three or four emotions that I'm very good at expressing and then there are a few that I'm not good at expressing so vulnerability is something that over the years I've learned to express I haven't always been good at showcasing it and it sometimes gets masked through my anger or my pride um and then there was, I think, probably affection as well. Obviously, I think that probably stems from my upbringing. I don't necessarily come from a home where we continuously hugged and told each other we love each other. So it was very difficult for me at the beginning to get into a relationship where, you know, I got exposed to that concept. Like, that's a thing that people do. People say, I love you. People hug just because like, it was weird. Um and I've lost my train of thought I guess I'm talking about feeling dumb and again even when I do feel dumb it's only because I feel dumb because I want love and because I create expectations and then I get disappointed and then it's like oh you're so dumb for even wanting that in the first place or for even thinking that this time it was going to work and I guess the last one is just for fun and this is where my confusion comes in because obviously like I said my last relationship ended about two and a half three years ago and I don't think I am ready to get into a relationship I don't even I wouldn't even say that I'm dating like by the same time I definitely you know everyone gets you know or hit one o'clock or midnight and just like wish somebody was rubbing my leg or I wish I was cuddling or I wish you know even like when you're going for your day-to-day wish you could just have someone that you can share your 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 experiences with um lonely is a word that I'm trying to run away from you get lonely you know um and as much as I am independent as much as I love having my own space and I, I just love my alone time sometimes I just do wish I had someone to you know, just be a woman around. I don't know if that's a fair statement to make. Like, ugh, it's all fun and games being the strong, independent black woman. But sometimes it's like, can I just have a king? Can I just be a lady? Like, I just want to be vulnerable. I want to be cute. I want to throw strops here and there. I want to, you know, be a big baby and have somebody just, you know, just, ah, oh, it's not every day. Strong black woman. I promise you, it's, it's, it's draining as hell. Um... So back back to just for fun, sometimes I wonder whether or not I just want the company or whether I want to start building with someone. And of course, the building process can take years. Um, But the idea freaks me out. Like I said, like I'm scared to invest and 
because investing means giving a part of yourself, whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally. <sighs> Perhaps a lot of my fear comes from the fear of losing myself, because that is something that I definitely feel was at the cornerstone of the failure of my last relationship. Like, I gave, 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 gave. And, you know, I don't necessarily blame my ex for... Obviously, within relationships, from what I've understood, it's always going to be 40-60. At one point, someone's going to be given 60 and someone's going to be 40, and then the roles reverse. It's In terms of the efforts, the efforts have to be 50-50, but I think, truthfully speaking, someone's always giving slightly more at one stage of the relationship. Um, now... For me, obviously, my ex might have his own account of, you know, what happened in the relationship. I feel like throughout the majority of our relationship, I was doing a lot of the 60. And again, this is... By nature, I have... I, I have relatively traditional values when it comes to the home and my role within a relationship as a woman. Which is, again, why I identify as a modern feminist. Because I definitely feel like, you know, men should be men. They should be bread makers. Um, is it bread makers? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like that's not the term. They shouldn't be bread makers. No, I'm annoyed. What is the term? How can I just forget the term like that, please? breadwinners bruh is that the time i've caught in it anyways and you know i definitely identify with the idea that women should be i use this so loosely at home raising the family um of course i also identify with the idea that women should work and should definitely have their own life and should be able to relatively also have their own finances but for the most part i have no problem with being a quote-unquote housewife um and i guess i probably find comfort in that idea just because of my dreams as a personality it could probably complements that my lifestyle anyway it's not yeah um whereas there are some women who actively want nine to fives and want to be out there you know doing their thing and you know i commend them be a boss lady for all you want but even in saying that i still feel like if you want to adhere to that kind of lifestyle i think it's important to find the balance because again forgive me if i offend anyone but i'd hate to I, I i don't see where oh, i don't know if i can say this i don't see where men have the same capacity to 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 do both the way women can and i only say that because i really truly do believe that women are nurturers i feel like that's our first instinct to nurture and everything else almost comes second hands up i'm just like that's just my opinion um how did i get here i was talking about just for fun i don't know I'm really just trying to make sense of my thoughts. I know what I want, it's just I'm scared of the process. And I also, I'm aware that I'm not ready. Because there are aspects of my own person. Oh, okay, I was talking about finding my, losing myself. Okay, cool. So, yeah, in my last relationship, because I was giving so much, 
not because and this is something else that I learned you give not necessarily without being asked but I just need to learn how to give without again like giving too much to the point where you feel like you've lost yourself I was very very committed in my relationship I was going out of my way to just make my partner feel as comfortable as he could feel for him to be able to maximize you know his hustle and just be able to attain the things that he wanted to attain I wanted to be the supportive girlfriend and in doing so I found myself you know kind of losing track of my own identity the things that I liked not really doing the things that I wanted to do because it didn't necessarily complement the growth of our relationship and I guess towards the end of the relationship when I started to travel down you know the avenue of studying what I wanted to do and how I wanted to express myself he kind of felt like what like what are you doing kind of thing like for so long you've kind of been okay with being I don't he'll probably be very disappointed for me to say to use the word new but yeah I mean again my personality is very big but I definitely feel like anybody who knows me can definitely say like yeah Naomi definitely went ghost when she was in a relationship like she was slightly different I was still you know trying to balance it and still have my own life and socializing interacting with my friends or whatever but I definitely upon reflection could see where I simmered down <clears throat> and I cannot make him solely responsible for that by the same time he definitely contributed because you know I can't carry the weight for the whole relationship it, it, like yeah you need to also give and I need to be able to sometimes put my feet up knowing that someone's got my back and when I say someone's got my back I don't mean to say that you know my back wasn't held con- like throughout the relationship it's just like in, in different aspects I would need that support I wasn't getting and yeah and there's there's only so long you can kind of give until you have nothing to give and that's what I felt like happened at the end of the relationship I had nothing to give and I just don't feel like my happiness was sustained the same way his was um and all of those things kind of play into my fear for my next relationship like I'm scared that because I am such a hopeless romantic and I almost jump at the idea of being loved and giving love that I'll get carried away and almost ignore red flags and yeah end up feeling dumb or building a resilience to the point of being numb which leads me to where I am now where I'm trying to battle with the idea of am I just looking for fun and fun can be defined anything from sexual to just having company or uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know honey but yeah that's that's that that's my thought process I don't really want to drag this conversation too much definitely share with me what your thoughts are and whether or not you relate or whether or not you identify whether or not this even makes any sense because I hope (laughs) I'd hate to think that I'm the only you know woman that thinks that is in this position or that has some of these thoughts but then at the same time like I said it is very scary kind of admitting some of these realities and admitting that perhaps you might be desperate not desperate because you kind of you know give yourself to everyone or because you entertain every person that throw themselves at you but because you there's that element you're lonely like you want company you want affection you want to be loved you want to love I think for me I slightly I don't know actually that's a good that's a good question to ask myself whether I'm more desperate to give love or to receive love
think it's a bit of both. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like I said, I, I definitely feel that there is a lot for me to learn. And I should probably date, I should probably make myself more open to dating because that's where you probably learn the most about yourself, what you want, what you don't want, what you like, what you don't like. Um, but for me, I spent the last two and a half years, well, actually, I'm going to say two years, because the first year, I was in pain. <laughs> so um, I wasn't really working on myself. I was reflecting a lot. But I think in the last year, definitely, I've invested in myself a lot. I've really focused on developing myself as a person and kind of re, re revisiting my likes and dislikes for self, my interests, and, yeah, kind of just building routines that complement who I am. Um, such as working out, such as, you know, working different jobs, such as finding different forms of expression, um, going places and just, yeah, spending a lot of time, to, to my, spending a lot of time alone just because there is also a fear of being alone and I don't feel like I have that fear, like I'm very comfortable in my own space, um, but I don't think that was the case post my relationship. I think before my relationship, after I had lost my virginity, I think around the age of 16, it was very much about, you know, just always wanting to be with someone or having a partner. Um, and I guess after my relationship, I very, I very much valued my alone time. And I'm not in fear of being by myself. Like, that meme that says, I go to sleep... Um, like a baby knowing that no one's cheating on me or knowing not having to worry about you know someone ringing down my phone asking me where I am or just misbehaving or questioning why you're acting a certain way that part of you know being single I really love like I can do whatever the fuck I want to do and yeah so that part of being single I love but then at the same time I definitely want to build and I definitely want to I don't want to, I feel like to say live with someone is a very big statement, but those who understand the statement understand it. When I say that, it's kind of like, I don't know. Obviously, even now, like when I said I'm building rapport with self, waking up and just doing your makeup just because I'm getting cute, just because I love it. It's like I validate myself, but there's nothing cuter than just, you know, getting ready for a day. Or you're going to see baby today, like, oh my gosh, let me put extra bit of lip gloss just because I'm going to see my baby. Like, you get the drift. At this point, I'm due to repeat myself. So, yeah. Dumb, numb, or just for fun, honey. A bitch does not know. I do not know. <laughs>